Good evening, good evening. How y'all doing tonight? How y'all doing? Welcome to Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, where you can be heard from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room, wherever you want to be heard. Tonight I'm going to talk about an artist, and I'm just going to stick to the music, um, because that's what I do. I don't get into people's personal, because I, listen, if I bought your music, I bought your music, and I let... God Almighty handle to everything else, but I'm just sticking to the music. I don't, I, you know, I do what I do and I support your artistry. And the artist I'm going to talk about to me is the last dominant male artist in R&B. His name is R. Kelly. And he, I'm going to talk about the R and R&B because I'm going to focus on his greatest hits, which came out 2003. And just focus on the body of work and the versatility of this guy because as a musical artist he was a dominant figure for 90s R&B and pop and he was your hook hook hip hop sample dude loop on the hook if you couldn't get Nate Dogg or get somebody else from R&B he was the dude to get so from the early 90s to the mid 00s R. Kelly was that guy that you had to have in the spot as Jermaine Dupree said he was very, very important to the spot. And that is something that you can't deny. So, though I start off with Bump and Grind, which to me is a great song. But I think that the, the, the How It Feels remix is classic. But the, the song, it's a great song. With the gospel, pop, R&B feeling, flavor. His voice was something else and he really came strong on that song it's one of them songs that you know you feel the urgency the way he sings it the way he goes at it powerful powerful vocal performance but the how does it feel if you get that remix and why he was the king of the remix you'll find out because he goes to church on that joint you buy this calling smooth song interpretation well produced compliments him um just you just feel the the way he's going with it very, very um, direct, you know, very strong. You remind me of something, which was it at that time. So he definitely, uh, when he said you remind me of my Jeep, he had people offended, appalled. It like I said, and I've done other videos. I said in the great days of Chuck Berry to Prince, a car sexual metaphor. And little did you know later, he's going to have a song that was even bigger than you remind me. But it was catchy. It was like one of them songs. He definitely could write a catchy song that could just get you and grab you. And he definitely understood the power of that. You know, he just happened to have um, that aura to do that. And that's that's somebody with a pen game. Now, again, you know, he has these sexual, inter, you know, separate metaphor songs. But yet they take you on a different wordplay. So they definitely have something that's going there. Next song, Download Nobody Has to Know, which started the era of the Mr. Biggs, R. Kelly, Izzy Brothers formation. And one of the stories goes that before R. Kelly's mother passed, she had asked Ron Izzy to be like a father figure to him. And what they created together was a dynasty. They were successful, the Mr. Biggs era, the, that whole thing, produced some great songs, what we call soulful hip opera with the interpretations and the mini-movies. And I'm going to tell you something. This was the start of it. Download was a catchy song, the long version, the storyline. The way R. Kelly would write a story, 
and then create with somebody was something else. So this was something else. And that was in that part of doing a, a, a style and a song. So that was very moving. Talk about when a woman's fed up, which is blues. And R. Kelly's from Chicago and the blues. And you can definitely tell the influence there. Wouldn't sound out of right. Wouldn't sound out of out of, out of place with Buddy Guy doing this song. As a matter of fact, they did a uh, one of those Billboard Awards shows. They were on stage together when they did uh, "Let Your Light Shine" and Buddy Guy and him on guitar together. But anyway, uh, when a woman's fed up with an honest gut bucket, neck bones and gravy type of song. Again, R. Kelly. When you hear his voice, you're thinking Sam Cooke, but you're thinking Bobby Womack. You're thinking Donny Hathaway. You're thinking Marvin Gaye. You're thinking Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. But with the hip-hop aesthetic, he's one of the few guys that you could channel from the past to the present and yet make it work to the future. Uncanny ability to interpret a song. And this was one of them songs that you heard this song and you thought, now that is a strong song. That's a strong song. We get to a song like I Wish, which is a ghetto anthem. That's an uplifter overcome. Not to be confused with Steve Wonder's I Wish, but this song, he talked about the haters. He talked about what he overcame growing up, interpretation. It's like a symbolic, autobiographical song, but it still hits hard. Again, you listen to him lyrically and the way he, when he sings the songs and breaks it down like a rapper, but yet he's doing it with a soulful presence. That's a, that a gift that this guy has. That's why... One of the best they ever do when you hear this song. You know, we're truly one of those songs. Um, talking about the next song I want to do is I'm Your Angel, the one he did with Celine Dion. Not everybody can sing with Celine Dion. If you listen to his vocal harmony, it's almost like he's interpreted Michael Jackson with the background vocals that he hits at the near the end. Their pitch and their tone is very much on point. Now, it might be considered kind of sappy hallmarkers to some, but to write a song like that. And I'm going to tell you something. He's one of the few people that on one album can have Jay-Z on one side and have Celine Dion on the other. And then in between, do what he do. I mean, uncanny, unrivaled, peerless, peerless situation he had in the 90s and the OOs because he had no peer. And I will defend that. There were people that had talent. Not only did he outwork almost everybody, but what he could do as far as covering the bases of music, very few people. And that's his competition basically is his past. That's how I look at R. Kelly musically. His his past is really his his his, his competition. Next song was Ignition. And people say what they want, but in 03, heck, they almost thought about making this song the national anthem. That's how big Ignition was. Metaphoric but it shut down the radio. The trip out thing is that it was the number two song behind Bump, 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 which he wrote for B2K, ironically. But Ignition was a song that still rides and drives. People, I've seen so many people cover the song, it ain't even funny. That song is in its own orbit. You know, that shows you. And that's, we're talking about a decade later past his, you know, initial run, still hitting hard. Songwriter, producer, coming up with a song like that. Step in the name of love for the steppers in Chi-Town. You know, this song stops at almost every barbecue. It was like the modern day. Like back in the day, if you bumped the Gap Band Roger and certain other artists, this was the cookout joint. Step in the, and he had, when he did this, he set it off. He set it off. He definitely took it to another level with Step in the name of love. 
one of the tightest cuts then and now. It still goes hard. Still goes hard. Um, one of the songs that was the new song feature on this was Touch the Dream. I always loved the bass. I loved his voice on that. I wish that song had found its own album. Because that song is one of his most underrated in his catalog. And I think that that song definitely, definitely should have had a home. He was singing on that song. You know, and R. Kelly, tell you, he could go. I mean, he got so many songs where he's doing those runs and those vocals. And again, influenced by a lot of different artists, but he has his own musical stew, how he concocted it. And he influenced a lot of artists. So that's a very tight song. Um, The last song I'm going to talk about is I Believe I Can Fly, which might be his anthem. But again, this is a songwriter. You know, there are artists... And especially in black music that they kind of like are uh, the journeyman like they or they kind of like take on the black experience man like it could have been like a Bill Withers it could have been a Rick James R. Kelly belongs in that type of argument as well along with the argument with the Marvin Gaye Steve Wonder and Michael Jackson in the sense that and then his pen game I mean there's so many variables to his game as an artist songwriter producer arranger but a song like I Believe I Can Fly is an anthem I'm sorry, graduation schools, etc. It's a song that still resonates, still interpreted, still inspiring, you know. And that's just the guy who flat out, not only as a songwriter, producer, arranger, but as a vocalist, how he hits and makes you feel the elements. Gospel, R&B, pop, all coming together as one. R. Kelly is cut from the same school as Ray Charles and Sam Cooke with that interpretation. And others. You know, you just feel that strength of what he was doing. And when you hear an album like this that has all those type of songs and they have those interpretations, you know, when I talk about the versatility, the depth, it goes into so many different layers. You know, that just shows you how prolific and productive as an artist R. Kelly is and what he's done. And that's just some of the raw hits that doesn't even talk about, you know, his albums and other things he's done, but that just shows you the depth and the magnitude and how he connected. So, you know, and like I said before, I'm talking about him as an artist and I'm talking about how the songs moved and what they meant then and how I feel about him as a music artist. I think he's one of the greatest to ever do it. And I would welcome people's takes and thoughts on his songwriting his music, your favorite albums, interpretations about his music. Because to me, it's about focusing on him as an artist. And I wanted to take the time to talk about this record because I thought he was, to me, the last dominant R&B artist. And there was no R&B to pop to hip-hop without his voice being front and center. He was like that that middle guy in the middle, like Jermaine Dupree said. That's, how, that's what dominance means. Ain't been nobody else that's connected the dots like he did in the last 25 years or 30 years of doing it. So, anyway, give me R. Kelly favorite songs. Hit that like. I welcome comments, thoughts, and feedback. Uh, As I always say, something old that you hear can be something new if you give it another spin. So, till next time we talk, peace and the best. I'm out.